<laughs> I hate baby metal, you know. I hate them. A complete fucking egotistical arsehole who won't settle for anything less than the best. The download crowd is just weird, isn't it? They'd refuse to have <laughs> Paramore and they'll have Tenacious D. Hello, welcome back to the Man Over Bob podcast. Today, we've got some festival lineup predictions for you. A lot of the UK festivals are going to be announcing their full lineup in the next week or so. I think download is in a couple of days, so yeah, that's next week. we need to get this out before that, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, ideally. Um, but I thought we'd jump in with a festival that we both love. We've both been to a bunch of times, and that is Reading and Leeds Festival. Yeah, so, so this, is, this is a giant one for us because it's... We, we've got a lot of predictions that have been flying around all year long, but now that... People are announcing the tours for next year. You know, there's there's artists that are going to be in the area. It gives us a much better idea of who we can expect to see there. Yeah, definitely. I've got the first ones that I have on the list. I think it's a pretty obvious headliner, and okay. I don't think we need to delve into them too much, and that's Blink-182. Yeah. I mean, we both love them, but more so the fact it's pretty much guaranteed, isn't it? They announced the tour where in the tour they're doing Glasgow, Dublin and Belfast and it starts the day after Reading. Yeah. So it's pretty obvious that they're going to be doing it. And also call out to the Reading and Leeds Festival admin on TikTok because yesterday I commented on their TikTok saying uh, announce Blink-182 and Two Door Cinema Club or else. And they replied to the uh, comment saying say please or else. Now, which, you know, to me... That's confirmation that Blink-182 are going to be there. That's all the confirmation that I need. There was, I don't know about two-door cinema, but I think it's it's likely that they'll be there as well. But with Redding and Leeds coming to us and saying, oh, say please, and hitting on that comment, because they deleted it, didn't they? Yeah, they deleted their comment afterwards, which makes me think that they went, oh, shit, maybe that makes it a bit too obvious. And also makes me believe that my second headliner prediction for that day anyway, which is two-door cinema club, is also a big shout because they've done Reading and Leeds a bunch of times in the past, but they've never headlined. They've sub-headlined before. Mm -hmm. But I think now with the, um, with the two headliner days, the way that they do it, two-door are big enough. They've got like 8 million monthly listeners. And I... I've kind of gone with the angle of they're going to spend a lot of the budget for each day on one act and then the other act will probably be a little bit smaller. A British band, Festival Republic, have a really good relationship with Tudor. So I could 100% see them being one of the headliners as well. I think I think with with how things have been lining up with uh, previous years as well, we could definitely do with somebody like that being high up on the bill because these past couple of years have been a bit lacklustre in terms of you know, indie-esque artists. I don't think so. Do you not reckon? Bro, look at this year, the lineup this year. Sam Fender. Yeah, Falls, okay, yeah. Falls. Yeah, 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 fairs. Because yeah. I think Falls are probably smaller than Two Door now. They were bigger at one point. So that makes me believe that Two Door could easily fill that sub, like, second headliner uh, spot for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, this year, Sam Fender, Falls, The Killers, 1975. They're all indie yeah, bands. I suppose they're into it, yeah. 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 All right, okay. It's just fucking yeah. Imagine Dragons that are. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to jump in with some headliner yeah, predictions? Yeah, I was going to say, so I think a um, a potential shout, it's a bit rogue, but there's a chance, is Paramore. They might be making an appearance somewhere. Well, yeah, because they're doing that tour with Taylor Swift, aren't they? They're doing eras, yeah. So it's... Um, there's possibility that they'll be in the country around the time of festival season because it's around next summer time that she's touring. So whether they'll stay over here and then do a couple of festivals, whether they'll, I don't know, come back to do a couple of festivals. I also feel like Paramore has released stuff recently and not actually headlined anywhere in the UK yes, for a very long time. And, you know, there's there's been maybe two albums since they last headlined anywhere. So 
there's a good chance that we'll see them popping around. Somewhere. Oh, I'd love to see Paramore. The only thing that makes me think it won't be them is the fact they've already got Blink. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think that they'll do two pop punk bands. Yeah. I think they'll stick Although to Although Paramore, one. like, they've managed they've, to stay relevant and the new album did really well and they've had a couple more poppy songs in, in comparison to I was going to say, they, they've moved away from pop punk recently, haven't they? They've kind of gone into this weird... I'm not a huge fan of it, I have to admit, but... It's it's obviously good because it gets listened. Oh, I like, I like. going through with it, but I it, it's a different vibe entirely. But I do think it's good because it keeps them relevant. It keeps them getting new fans. You know, they're they're appealing to different people, new demographics. So there's a chance they could I'd love they could show up. And if not Leeds Fest, somewhere else in the UK. I think. Could they do download? Probably not. It'd be a bit weird because they had uh, MCR have done download before and they got bottled. And it's it. It's has not, the crowd changed a little bit the, since that? Point I mean, now? the crowd has changed a little bit, but I think it's more so just that a lot of people at Download would be annoyed if a headline slot was taken up by Paramore when it could have been fucking Ramstein. someone else. You anyway, I mean? let's go. Let's go on to another Reading and Leeds one because we've got Download coming up. Oh yeah. Do you do you want to go next for another Reading and Leeds, and then I'll do another? I've two? got. A, I mean, I've got plenty. Have I've got, got plenty loads? of options. Go on, yeah, you yeah, go yeah. in with another, and then yeah, I'll. Yeah. So uh, Foo Fighters. Rogue oh, Shout, but potential. Yeah. There's high potential for that. Um, they've, again, been distanced from the UK scene for quite a while now. Um, there's obviously the tragic incidents with the uh, drummer, Taylor, Taylor Hawkins. And yeah. uh, so uh, whether they'll come back and then start a new realm of, right, let's hit it again, let's start moving forward. Well, I don't really know how they're moving forwards now. They did Glastonbury last year. And yeah. the only reason, there was lots of rumours actually that they might be one of the Glastonbury headliners this year because they just did a random slot in the day um, last year. They did, didn't they? Yeah, because it, it was, was a surprise. some different name, wasn't yeah. it, that they went under? But they have also announced a UK tour where they're doing lots of outdoor, like they're doing Manchester Cricket Ground for two nights and right. I think some a couple of places in London and stuff. So that makes me think that they probably won't do festival run next year maybe 2025 after yeah because yeah, they've yeah. got their big outdoor it tends, shows it tends to be that if if an act is already doing a very well established tour that they don't then end up doing festivals as well mm -hmm. mainly i imagine because the logistics of their stage show that they got set up they either have a stage show that is for a tour where they can set up all their own shit in an arena mm -hmm. and it's just for them or they have a stage show for well, festivals i actually think it's because festivals will say well if you're doing a tour we're not going to book you because why would we? Because your hardcore fans will then just buy tickets for the tour instead of buying tickets for the festival, which True. we need. Yeah, that's a very good point too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, I'll jump in with some more. So we obviously need a female as one of the headliners. And I was trying to think, who could that be? Uh, and I think one shout is Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, I'd love that. That'd so she just released a second album, which obviously did insane and got another number one and she's huge. But she has announced a UK tour, but it's an arena tour and there's not that many dates. She's a big shout. And I'd actually quite like to see her, to be honest. I think yeah, she'd be really I'd, good. I'd love that. I yeah. didn't realise how big she was, you know. Like I knew she was big, but I went on a Spotify the other day and she has like 10 songs with over a billion streams. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all bangers. Yeah, I she's, can't deny. She's, like, got some she's got some bangers. heartbreak bangers, Olivia Rodrigo. There was, um, there's one song that I enjoy playing on bass. I can't remember what it's called now. Dude, good, good for you. Yeah, good, good for, for you. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. is such a banger. And it's, it's, it's obvious that she was kind of riding the coattails of early Paramore in the style and the production and everything that she did on those tracks. And it fucking worked, which goes to show there's a gap in the market for pop punk, but it's just being marketed as pop. Yeah. Olivia, Reed, Olivia Rodrigo wouldn't be classed as a pop punk artist, but that first album that she released, if there's other bands that are being classed as pop punk, 
why the fuck is that not pop there's punk? so many bands that i say now are like not far from being pop punk mm -hmm. Gen genuinely like mm -hmm. i've been to so many gigs with some of my friends and said like for example some of the smaller british ones like pale waves and the hunter and stuff like their their most recent albums are pretty much pop punk and everyone goes hmm, i'm not sure and then pale waves get added to slam dunk and the hunter get added to slam <laughs> yeah. dunk. and i'm like oh yeah, yeah sure okay, yeah but we'll jump into slam dunk later the next shout for me in terms of a female is dua Lipa. So she's like very high, highly likely to do Glastow as well, which I'm sure we'll mention. But again, I think if she's if she's on that festival radar, she could easily headline and yeah. she's definitely big enough. My only thing is I think she'd probably cost a lot of the budget. So would they? Okay. So it, it, in that side as well, for a lot of the budget, that side of things, I think Miley Cyrus is a shout as well. Oh yeah, I'd love Miley Cyrus. I'd love. But to me, in the same realm as Dua Lipa, that they would be more suited for Glastow because I think they're bigger than Leeds Fest. I, I don't, don't think that that's Maybe possible. not Dua Lipa so much, but Miley Cyrus. I think if because she never comes over here, if she were to do something over here. Now, I think Miley Cyrus would be the right fit for Reading and Leeds. I think she's got quite a younger audience. She's quite out there in what she says in her opinions and, and, and like music videos and stuff in the past. And also the fact like, Billie Eilish is bigger than Miley Cyrus. And yeah. she did Reading and Leeds. Yeah, yeah, very true. Billie Eilish is like the biggest female artist bar Taylor Swift in the world, in my opinion. You reckon? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well. I, I'd say so. And she did Reading and Leeds, so that makes me think they can pull pretty much anyone, just not Taylor Swift. And I wouldn't think she... I don't think they do Taylor Swift. Fuck them no. Swifties, they need to chill out. <laughs> yeah. That new album, I, I've had Ooh. multiple reports, because she did like a Taylor's version of one of the older ones where she, you know, she's just doing her own thing. It sounded like AI, bro. You just sound like it'd been reworked. And I'm I'm saying this is like I've not I've listened to one or two songs off of it, but more so friends who are Taylor Swift fans have said to me it's not very good. The original was actually better. It's always when it's somebody that's an actual fan of the artist that then says it's not as good, which kind of solidifies the fact that they also are a fan of the artist. Mm. Because I argue that if you think that every song and album that an artist release is ten out of ten and you don't take any criticism on it and you won't back down on that, then you're not really a real fan because a real fan would go, okay, that wasn't the best work. You've got to be able, great. yeah. You've got to be able to critique work, yeah, otherwise exactly. it's pointless. Like, well, I can say, if, hand on heart, that Nine wasn't a great album from Blink. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, California had its ups and downs. California but, like, had a couple of good tracks, but overall, it wasn't their best work yeah, either. Exactly. Yeah. Do you want to jump in with some more Reading um, and Leeds predictions? Yeah. So uh, Miley Cyrus throwing that out there, Kasabian. Kasabian's yeah. a shout. Uh, Red and Leeds, you know, they they played Red and Leeds a fair few times, so it's not a, it's not out of the question. I think again, they'd again. definitely be on that second headliner slot, but I'd oh, like yeah. to see them there. Yeah, I don't think they'd. I don't think they'd be able to have the capacity to headline well, anymore. Only because I think they still would, but because the it's lead because singer they took the hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. But I'm they're in. still big enough to sub. Yeah, to so sub. Yeah, definitely. Headline, yeah, um, fifty cent. Potentially, it's yeah. a rogue one. It's a rogue one, but I would like to see, and we've said this before. I'd like to see uh, a big hip hop artist headline. Well, he UK did Park Festival. Life a couple of years ago, didn't he? Yeah, 50 he Cent. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see it being a possibility, and I think we need somebody in that genre to kind of break it up a bit. But then again, we don't know what route that Leeds and Reading are going down in terms of what demographic they're trying to hit. Yeah. So all of our suggestions right now could very well be entirely wrong because they might be going even harder on the TikTok generation mm. side of things again. See, I think they'll have another UK indie band. Uh, and I think that'll either be, uh, and this again is in the second headliner slot, that'll either be the Cortinas or the Wombats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Wombats, I feel like... 
The Cortinas, for some reason, have more of a festival presence and people seem to request them a little bit more than the Wombats, although they're way smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I much prefer the Wombats and would prefer them because I feel like Cortinas have like four or five good songs, whereas for me, the Wombats are one of the most consistent indie bands ever. Every album has like four or five good songs on. Cortinas... And they, they kind of carry the sound as well, Wombats. Yeah. They've always been... If you hear a Wombats song, you go, oh, I think that's probably the Wombats. You can just tell from the default. I have to admit... The show at Millennium Square wasn't the greatest. Millennium but I'd Square. argue that it's Millennium Square that's the problem and not the artist. Yeah, I had highs and lows with the Wombats this summer because I seen them at Millennium Square and it was raining and it was shit and it was cramped and the it's crowd just, wasn't that great. Uh, the, the set out of it's really poor yeah. as well. It doesn't feel, it feels like you're in somebody's back garden watching mm. a show. It doesn't feel. There's no legit. big stage or anything, is there? No. But then I seen them at Truck Festival a couple months later and it was amazing. Atmosphere in the crowd was banging. Sunny day, sad in That's hand like. the wombats were just they were unbelievable there so you know i feel like that kind of atmosphere is perfect for the wombats as well because their music and that's what it's it'd be at least music yeah and it's like the perfect audience as well if they, the younger people know them and like them because they've stayed relevant but then they'll also pull in a bit more of that older crowd i think they're going for so i could definitely see them being one of them yeah um i mean here's a rogue one somebody that i don't ever listen to but somebody who's been doing the rounds recently and is also an industry plant of sorts from what I've been reading and hearing. And that's the kid Leroy. Wow, yeah, I didn't no. I didn't consider him at all. No, 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 no. But he, he's been he he's one of those artists that just seems to appear on every lineup ever. But I couldn't tell you I don't know anybody personally that listens to him or I, I don't know any name fans it. of his. All I know of his is collaborations. Yeah, true. Which I think is how he popped off was it was going like Juice World and Justin Bieber and yeah, yeah, those ones. Yeah, so and and uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about him being an industry plant and he's got all these connections and he just came out of nowhere. But he is somebody that I could see higher up on the Leeds Fest. Uh, I lineup. don't know if he'd quite headline. No, no, I not headline. It, just no, on no, the no. bill. Yeah, just on the bill. I had yeah. a similar thought of someone who, um, up till about six months ago they were banned from entering the UK who I think could be on the lineup and maybe as a second headliner but probably just underneath no Dominic Fike oh no I could definitely <laughs> Dominic Fike he did a really good set at Coachella last year he pulls big crowds he's got like a very young audience I feel like a lot of young people love him he was in that Euphoria TV show as well that would be big yeah. so um, he's got like 17 million monthly listeners I'd love to see him at Reading and Leeds I seen him in Manchester a couple months ago in his first UK show um, like ever and he was really good. Smash like, it. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was. He was a good performer. He had a banging song with Weezer as well on his true, new album. He did a song with Weezer. So yeah, I'd like, love to see him. I like it when artists collaborate with an entire band. No. You know, when it's a sole artist that collaborates with a full band, rather than it just being, you know, Brendan from Panic, rather than the whole of Panic, that kind of thing. That's I do thing. enjoy that. Um, one of the ones I was going to shout out was um, Green Day, but but there's a little caveat on that, mm-hmm. isn't there? Mm-hmm. Where they are now going to be solely doing the uh, Isle of Wight, aren't they? Well, they're, they're solely doing the Isle of Wight as a festival there. In terms of touring, they're, but doing they're still doing a, a yeah. UK tour around it. Yeah. Again, I would have loved to have seen Green Day on the lineup, but I, that's why that's why I was doubtful of Paramore. I think if they've got Blink booked, that's their. If, if Blink's got it, then nobody else is going to appear that we could think of in that genre. Yeah. So there's no point even considering it. Well, actually, I disagree with that one. Oh. So on my Ooh. on my on, I'm on to my like last day now. Yeah. I've got loads of like ones written down here, but I think we could see Youngblood or Machine Gun Kelly headlining Reading and Leeds next year. No, not headlining. Not MGK. I don't think MGK could. I think Youngblood would with been being a UK artist. And you don't think MGK could? No, I think he could. 
I don't think he should. <laughs> Hear me out. Do you know, MGK, the both times I've seen him live, he's actually been really good. That's great. But he's shit. <laughs> but he's no, a... you can't. Have you ever seen him? Huh? Have you ever seen him? I've seen videos of him. Oh, well. He's actually quite good live. I'd take him, maybe <laughs> oh, not. Oh, well. Maybe not, maybe not as a main, main headliner, but I'd definitely take him second headliner. Yeah, I bet you fucking did. You homophobe. <laughs> you disgust me. Um, but anyway, ap- apart from them two, my other two shouts for a last day headliner is I think we could see another like slightly older demographic band. And I'm either going with Muse. I think they could definitely be a shout. They've been doing festivals and stuff and they're not, U- they've done their UK tour and they've done Reading and Leeds loads of times. Great live band. Fantastic. Unbelievable yep, live band. Fantastic. Um, or one that I think is more likely to do download but they have meant to have done Reading and Leeds a few years ago and never did. And that's Queens of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age. Bing, bing, bing. That's who I was about to say next as well. Yeah. So Queens of the Stone Age. So I'm going to completely counter what you just said. Both Queens of the Stone Age and Muse, I would argue, are more likely to be at download next year Mm. than they are for Reading and Leeds. Purely because Muse has gone down a bit of a weird, heavy route with their last album. It was so bad. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. The last album was bad. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't Muse. It was very different to what they'd done in the past. It was a lot heavier. I really enjoyed it. I'm a massive Muse fan anyway. I'm a big Muse fan, but I just didn't think it was an enjoyable album. No, fair enough. Fair enough. But with them going down that route, I think that they'd want to play heavier festivals. I don't yeah. think they'd want to do Red and Leeds. But then they did that Rock Worcher that I went to last year and they were there wasn't any heavy bands apart from... They were probably the heaviest. The other headliners were like Chili Peppers. No, I, I get that. I mean, just in terms of UK festivals. Like I don't know. I think, I think they could do it. They could do it. I just personally think there's more mm. chance that they'll do download than to do that. But we'll get onto that because there's other options yeah, for yeah. that. Uh, one of the rogue ones just throw out there. I don't think they'll headline. Maybe second stage headline potentially, the second one. And that's Maniskin. Well, they just got announced as one of the headliners for Rock Am Ring in Germany. Yes, they did. That's the reason which surprised why me. I'm on that route. They've they fallen out with Reading and Leeds, though. Oh. So they were meant to be on the lineup either last year or the year before. I remember something about and, this, yeah. And they dropped out uh, two days before so they could perform at the VMAs instead. That was it. So that I, was it. I don't yeah, think... I don't that think was it. Um, they'll probably tell them to get fucked, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, There'll be some UK festival this year when Maniskin play out, though. I don't really rate them that much, you know. Oh, I don't. I don't think they're very good. I personally. don't get the hype. No, it was just that one song, that begging, which was yeah. a cover anyway. And everyone just suddenly, it's like, did it, it felt when, when begging by Maniskin came out, it genuinely felt like people had forgotten that the original song was absolutely massive. And they've heard it again gone, oh. and they've gone, oh, I remember this song. This was really good. And it's got into the rotation. Everybody's got it in their ears again. But it's purely just because we already knew the song. It's just come back. And it was such, it's like if somebody did crazy. Mm. So he did a cover of, if Maniskin did a cover of crazy, everyone would go, wow, this is such a, such yeah, a this is fucking amazing. But it's only because so much time has passed and the covers come out. So for, I think, I genuinely think Maniskin's popularity rides on the coattails of that cover. That's what popped them off. And I personally haven't really heard anything by them that interests me. Uh, it um, does nothing for me. Nor for the size that they are to either, was it sub-headline or is it headline second stage at Rockham? Uh, the headline main stage. Is it? Mm. 
How? It doesn't make sense. I've got a friend in Belgium, though, who says apparently Maniskin are like... In Europe. In mainland Europe, they're fucking massive. But then over here, it's just... But in the same way, he always questions why Biffy Clara headline festivals over here. And I'm like, because they're British. That's the only reason. I kind of agree with that. Yeah, no, yeah. Because he'll see the the lineups here and he'll be saying, Biffy Clyro. He's like, why are Biffy Clyro so... Well, I saw Rock Hammering, Royal Blood were like 15 down. But it wouldn't surprise me if they were one of the second headliners at... Yeah, that definitely possible. It's weird how different countries, I mean, obviously it's yeah. based on the demographic, but it's just, it's interesting to see, isn't it? I've got one last shout or shouts, and I think there's always a rapper, and I haven't mentioned any, and I'm going to go with two UK options, one that I predict every year that I don't know if it'll ever happen, and that's Skepta. I'd love it, I'd love but it, but he's, I can't He's see been it. doing more electronic music recently, it's called like Mass Tiempo or something. That he's been, oh. he's created like an electronic, it's him and Jammer. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I couldn't see that. So my other option is we've had Dave in recent years. We've had Stormzy in recent years. So the only UK rapper I think that they would class as big enough to do it is Jay Huss. Oh, that's a shame. He's recently come back. He's done Red in the Leeds before, but didn't headline. Are you suggesting headlining? Second. Second stage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I see, see it as here's, here's my full Red in and Leeds 2024 prediction. I'm going Blink, Two Door Cinema Club. The next day, I'm going to go Olivia Rodrigo. Cortinas. The next day, I'm going to go... Oh, who do I pick out of them? I'm going to go... Machine Gun Kelly and Jay Huss. I feel like that day is too shit. I don't... I just don't see it. I just don't see MGK headlining. Is he that popular over here? He sold more tickets at Leeds Arena than Kendrick Lamar did. And Kendrick did. Glasto. I hate it. I hate, I don't want to ever admit that there's a possibility that that's the case, but there's definitely he a possibility. Big. I know and he I is. Think I know. I know. The 1975 are big as well. I fucking hate it. I think if Machine Gun Kelly got asked now, he wouldn't do it unless he was headlining. I think he he, he wants... Oh, he's, yeah. He's mentioned before that he wants to headline Red in yeah, at least. because he's a complete fucking egotistical arsehole who won't settle for anything less than the best. But he did do one really good pop punk album. He did one subpar pop punk album, which was carried by the producer, who just so happens to be in the best pop punk band in the world. It was a good album. <laughs> it had some good songs. I really enjoyed it. I don't get the, the hit. The whole of the pop punk scene's carried by one fucking man, and his name's Travis Cuntin Barker. I mean, that is true. And then I want to roll off some smaller acts that I think will be there or are likely to be there. First off, the vaccines. They've just announced a new album, an Academy Tour in the UK, but it wouldn't surprise me if they pair that with a few festival dates. Second off, a man who's just released another album, and I think he's really good and could easily fill like a, a second stage or third stage headliner, and that's Kevin Abstract. Ooh, yeah, because yeah. he's gone on his own hype again now, hasn't he? Yeah, so yeah. he's just released some more solo work. I yeah. think fits the demographic of Leeds Fest. Really good artist. Next, I'm going to go Mike Shinoda. Because uh, Linkin Park have released some unreleased songs recently and Shinoda's just released another solo song. He's done Leeds Fest before. He did some uh, Linkin Park work. I think they'd happily have him back. He's a big enough name and he could main stage earlier in the day. Easily. Um, next, I've got Softplay. They did a secret set last year, but that usually means that they've got a good relationship with a festival and I could see them easily being so added. Softplay, it seems like now that they're back in action, it was like when they were slaves before they went out of action. They were just, they're at every festival. They just play yeah. anything. They played Ren Leeds last year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this year, technically. Um, and they just pop up anywhere. They could pop up at Download. They could pop up at Glasto. They could pop up at genuinely any festival they'd fit in at, I think. And then next is an artist that I'd really like to see. I've seen them at Parklife this year, but they've not done Red In and Leeds for a few years, but are regularly in the UK, and that's Nas. 
I think he could be a second Ooh. stage headliner or main stage up he there. He fucking came with Illmatic. Jesus you know Christ. I mean? I, I'd love to see Nas there. So yeah, Ooh. they're my, they're my yeah, predictions. That's good. That's good. I like it. Bang, bang, bang. Have you got any? I don't, I don't have day breakdown predictions. Those were just my predictions. Yeah, no, that's that fine. We just went it didn't through. have to be. Yeah, didn't I have to be. Got your, your um, should we move on to download a festival Can that's do. more in your realm of yeah. music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got some big hitters that I think are very likely to show up. And if they don't, I'll be upset. Um, so one of the main ones that I think is going to show up is Rammstein. They ended their massive tour with their insane fucking stage setup. That stage setup. It's crazy. The pyro, they have to alert airplanes and helicopters that they're going to have pyro that shoots out of the stadium. Like, it's fucking insane. Uh, they've, they've ended that now, so they're not doing that anymore. And they are, um, yeah, they're going to be touring, but mm. not with their stage, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they're going to be doing touring. a lot of festivals. There's going to be lots of different ones. And I think that Download is definitely a big shout that we could potentially Well, that's really, Rammstein. unless they were doing stadium shows, that's really all they could do in the UK. Yeah, it? yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Uh, another one is, well, I'm really hoping for this, even though I've got tickets to see them anyway, Tenacious D. Oh yeah, I'd love that. I can see them headlining uh, Download potentially. It's so strange. The Download crowd is just weird, isn't it? They'd refuse to <laughs> have Paramore and they'll have Tenacious D. Yeah, but... Tenacious D are less heavy than Paramore. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Are we doing this again? <laughs> Bro, I'm not are hearing it. Are we doing it. this again? I'm not hearing you it. You need to stop commenting on shit you know nothing about. I do Paramore. know about... Bro, if you listen to some Tenacious D, it's not the general download music. What do you mean? It's not heavy at all. Yes, it is. It's fucking ripping guitar solos and all sorts. Yeah, but it's like, it? it's like a joke. It's like a joke guitar. A joke guitar. Yeah, the lyrics are jokey. Yeah, that's and what I mean. The lyrics kind of sell themselves to that crowd as well. All right, I'm just going to give up. Like double teaming people, fucking stuff like that. All sorts of random Move, I, shit. I'm not hearing Death it. Star. I'd There's like them to be there. Death Star. I'd like them to be there, they but it'd be weird. Be Why would that be Can't, weird? Anyway, I, move I, on. They've done it before. That's the roguish shout I've ever heard. Tenacious D couldn't do downloads. Do you know who I... I, 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 I but, so, hang on, hang on. For clarity. Paramore in your head, would be more likely to do download than Tenacious D? No. Okay. I'm saying in my head, Paramore would make more sense doing download than Tenacious D, but I know the download crowd would prefer Tenacious D. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah. that's weird to me. It's a strange combination. Fair enough. Let fair me enough. just give my two predictions, yeah. because yeah. I've only got two headliner predictions for download. Yeah. One of them is Queens of the Stone Age, which I think is an obvious They're big win. Be in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or even, they might not even headline, actually. They might be just under. But I, I think could, second stage. Yeah, I could see them being there. And then the other one is Avenged Sevenfold, because I know that they're doing Rock Am Ring. And yeah. They've been waiting a while for download, haven't they? So the so the so the suggested the rumored uh, headliners for download are currently um, Avenged Sevenfold. No, Iron Maiden on the Friday, Ramstein Saturday, Avenged Sevenfold Sunday, which plays into both of our predictions here. It's it, it almost seems set in stone that it's going to be those Maiden. I'm not hyped about them. I was once the first time I saw them, and now it's just an old man running around on stage. Back in my day, you I just, used to love just, Iron Maiden. With, with these kind of artists, it's like Black Sabbath. I know they don't do anything more, but like Ozzy still very rarely comes out on the stage and does all that bollocks. And you just think, let him stop. I know they enjoy doing it, but it gets to the point where you think... It's like when you're watching Ric Flair try a wrestling match. Yeah, and it's like people are paid to come and see this, yeah. and it's some fucking geriatric rolling around on the stage. Like, I don't need it. Um... Parkway Drive, 
their Rockham ring. Um, they've been announced at a couple of places. They would fit right in at Download. They've done it before. Could see them being there, definitely. Uh, one of your favourite bands, Baby Metal. Um, I've got them on my smaller acts. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, man. And... Uh, <laughs> I hate Baby Metal, you know. I hate them. Why? It's just fucking... What's, what's wrong with them? It's a band that... It's like girls that are purposely looking 14, dancing around on stage. What's wrong with that? I'm sure Weird. lots of middle-aged men enjoy that. Oh. <laughs> I just don't like baby milk. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> they, 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 you enjoy that as well. What? Baby Mel. Yeah, I love Big Metal. You're a fucking, fucking middle-aged man as well. <laughs> You're a fucking old-ass boy. Fucking Baby Metal. All those Japanese bands, man. <laughs> anyway, could definitely do it. They've done it before. They could do headline. it again. Not headline. No, yeah, no, no, they'll no, be second, there. They've second stage headline now. Mm. They've headline second stage. Do you know why I had on here? Because I've seen them on a few <coughs> European festivals, but I feel like they won't do it because they try to do an arena tour next year, Enter Shikari. Oh yeah, but they're doing they're doing a few arenas in the UK, which they're not really big enough to do. The thing so. is, the thing is though, Shikari will fit into any lineup. Like I know, with download, they're no, there but I think they'll want year. all their fans to just get the arena tickets. I don't think they'll do download as well. The thing is, this, so I don't know. This is how I feel it is with Shikari anyway. Is that you would pay to go and see them at a show at their own show and you'd enjoy it and it'd be sick but they're the kind of band that is just at every festival even if they're doing shows they just perform because people are going to walk past and go oh, I'll go mm. see Shikari I don't think they're the kind of band that cares about if they're touring and if they're festivaling no. they just do shows all the time because they just enjoy True. doing shows I think it's all I can imagine do you know who's a nailed on sub headliner or second stage headliner Corey Taylor solo I seen he's yeah. doing O2 Academy, and I yeah. thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's been announced for Rockham, yeah, as well. So he's doing the rounds. Very likely to be there. Slipknot won't be there, no. but I'd uh, rather. I mean, Stone Sour better than Slipknot anyway. I mean, I'd love to see Slipknot there. I'd love to see Stone Sour there. Uh, Why did you give me that look then? It's not true. It is Stone well, Sour not. are a better band I'm than looking Slipknot. Looking at you through the glass. Yeah. Versus people equal shit. People equal shit. I, come on. This is why. Me? This yeah. is why Stone Sour are better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, body Count. Ice T's band. Do you know oh, Body right. Count? Nah, but true. They're fucking amazing, and because it's fronted by Ice T, who just oozes fucking personality, it's a fucking amazing show because it's a metal show fronted by an old school fucking hip hop rapper who is it. It's such is a cool. good that blend, cool. and the fact that they've been a band for fucking years, like ages. Just shows that he loves that kind of music. Mm. It's just cool. And I think they'll be there. Green Day was on my list, but it's not yeah. going to happen. Whoop. Not going to happen. Queens at Stone Age, you spoke about. Maniskin, they've got a chance to play it download as well. I hate the fact that they do, but there's Could a happen. likelihood they'll come over. I think it's more likely they'll be at uh, Leeds Fest than download, personally. Would you rather see Maniskin or Machine Gun Kelly? Maniskin. You need to actually grow up. Well, no, I, I just would. I just don't like MGK. I think it's his voice. Anyway, can continue. And Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor. That's my that's my last shout for download. Yeah, I, to be honest. I there's, there's, there's a lot of bands that I 
have in my head that I think are going to be at download, but it's way too fucking vague that I'm not even going to bother ones. going in. Yeah, yeah, the ones that are lower down that you know are going to be in the vicinity, but I just think... Would you prefer... So based on the, the rumoured headliners that are pretty nailed on then, do you think that that's a better selection than this year's download, which was for a big anniversary as well? Because apparently those two headline Metallica slots didn't go that well. No, of course they didn't. It was fucking shit. I would say that, yeah, easily. The oh. suggested headliners that we're going to get in 2024, if it is those three... Maiden, uh, Rammstein, and uh, Avenged, infinitely better than two fucking Metallica sets. Well, let's break I mean, download. Uh, it's they always have one headliner that's Metallica or Maiden or Slipknot or, and I, I don't mind seeing them. In fact, Slipknot I haven't got a problem with, but they all they tend to just repeat the artists more frequently than other festivals. And I do think because it's such a genre defined festival, they've only got a set amount of bands that yeah. can headline it. You know, they probably got a pick of. 20 to 30 total in the mm -hmm. world that could headline that festival. So they're going to end up with repeat people. Yeah, it's going to happen, isn't it? Well, let's hope Download don't fuck it up this year. Fingers crossed. Yeah, so let's move on to... Oh, no, real quick. Something to address that really pisses me off. Do you know what Download 2024 is? What? It's Download 21. Yeah, that is weird. That's what they're calling it because they called the 20th anniversary 20 in the year 2022, which is two years after when Download 2020 would have been, right? But... At this point, everyone called it Download 2015, Download 2016. Now it's Download 20, which was in 22. Can't and they now, just go back to the year? Exactly. Just call yeah. it 20, and now it's 2024. Like, why There's are they no calling need. this one 21? It's like when fucking Nintendo released the Wii U. Uh, it's got nothing to do with the Wii. Why the fuck? It's got nothing to do with you either. Let's move on. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's move on to predicting what is probably the biggest festival in the world, and that is Glastonbury. Glastonbury. So I had a look, I had a quick research online. I came up with some of my own ideas as well. But I've got a few that I think... The thing is with Glastonbury, it's kind of impossible to predict. because so they, they can just pull any headliner <laughs> yeah, in the world. Yeah. But I've got one who I think are pretty nailed on, and that is Coldplay. Ooh, I've so, seen Coldplay. Well, Coldplay are doing a couple stadium dates in Ireland next year. And obviously they had a massively successful tour across Europe and, and in the UK, Etihad and, and a few other stadiums. But they've not announced any further UK dates and they know they could sell them out. And if they're already playing in Ireland, you would probably just add a few more UK dates, which makes me think that it's their time to headline Glastonbury. They're definitely big enough. They're a really good live band as well. There's a lot of hate for Coldplay. And I actually quite like them. There is a lot of hate for Coldplay, and I think it's because after the scientists, they did they did very much veer down another path, and they've not ever come back from that. They've always they've gone down this kind of I want to say sanitized route where the music feels safe, and like the songs that they're releasing feel like they've gone. This isn't going to ruffle any feathers, is it? Like we're not going to piss anybody off with this. So I understand why there's hatred for Coldplay, but if you take them on merit from the first two albums alone fantastic band mm. they stand the test of time those albums stand the test of time and their live shows are fucking immense they're really With good live the, the linked wristbands that they did uh somebody um i know went to the show in wembley that they did like two years ago mm -hmm. maybe or something like that and he sent me videos of it it looked fucking phenomenal it looks so good everyone had the wristbands on so even in the crowd you got the light show on the stage but then you've got a light show in the crowd that you're looking like it, it a genuinely really good band and definitely possible to headline uh, i think that they'd be like number one like they'd be the biggest because yeah. they're like the biggest band in the world at the minute well just have been for well ever. yeah which is so because like you're saying it's weird because everybody i know dislikes them to an extent i think it's just one of those that people love to hate but in reality even the people that hate and probably like a couple songs it's to be fair it's kind of like weezer 
Yeah. If you've not listened to it, there's a Coldplay song called Russia Blood to the Head. Fucking belting. It's like a it's like a grand massive song. I only discovered it a couple months ago because Harry sent me it. But Truth. apart like I'd always just heard their bigger songs. That's not one of their bigger ones, but it's belting. So check it if you haven't listened fair to it. Play, Who's play. your first headliner prediction for Glastonbury? It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because it could be fucking anyone in the world. Like I'd want to say it could be somebody like, you know, I always try and think of who's in the vicinity at that time to try and do it. But then they always end up getting rogue shouts and people that you just never expect in. So I say this for every fucking prediction ever, and I'm going to keep doing it until it comes true. The 1975. The night Eminem. <laughs> Do you know Eminem's actually one of the odds on to be there? Yeah, because he's not done anything in a while. I mean, he has done bits. He's done some shows in Dubai. He's done basically anywhere that pays him a lot of money, he'll go and do it. But he doesn't. Glastonbury's really different, do that. isn't it? He comes out with like 50 when he was in Detroit. Ed Sheeran when he was in Detroit. He comes out for artists that are in mm. his hometown. But he's a proper fucking hermit, so he doesn't like going out anyway. Um. But I think now is about the time when, if he does do Glasgow, if he does any UK festival, I think he'll do two or three shows around it as well. I think he'll do like Manchester, London and Glasgow or something. Mm. I don't think he'd ever do the kind of granulated tour no, that we I don't see think of like no artist, seven UK dates. No it's artist that does that shit. though, bro. No. no artist headlines Glastonbury and adds other dates. No. You no. just do Glastonbury. Yeah, I know. But It's the biggest festival it's in the world. Just, it, it's just me holding out. You're, you're hoping that yeah. he does that another and, and I mean, the good thing about Glastonbury as well is that whilst tickets are nigh on impossible to get, it's televised. Mm. So... Everybody wins when it's a good lineup. You don't have to go, oh, I wish I could be there. Because you can fucking watch yeah, it. Yeah, I actually way. watched a lot of it last year. Yeah, I wa was it Kenny last year? No, no, that was the year before. Year before, yeah. yeah like last year I watched I watched the Foo Fighters set. I watched the Arctic Monkeys set, which was It was, yeah, dross. that was, yeah. That was uh, I watched the Queens of the Stone Age set instead yeah. of Elton John. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't blame but, yeah. you. Yeah, but was. yeah, no, if they have a good lineup, I'll generally tune into it. And I'd love Eminem to be there. Be I mean, he could insane. do Reading and Leeds as well. There's no, he could, yeah, no. he's done it before. He he's did done it in 2017. He's done a headline twice or three times. 14 in 2017 yeah. or something. So he's like got that. a good, he's, there's a, I, I pray, I pray, no. I pray. Festival Republic. Please. Do you know who my second shout for Glastonbury is? And I think, so this is an artist who did a massive UK tour earlier this year, um, but then hasn't done any further or announced any further dates since then. Uh, and it is one of the biggest female artists in the world in Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. Ooh, so she did a, shout. a huge tour where she did the Tottenham Stadium and a few days in Sunderland and a couple of others around the UK. And obviously Glastonbury, uh, they'll need a female headliner. Uh, Beyonce is one of the biggest artists in the world. I think she'd definitely do it. Jay-Z's done it before. Um, Damn it. What? Just ruined my fucking next show. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think there's no reason that Beyonce couldn't be one of the headliners for Glastonbury. She puts on a great show, has a huge fan base and a very varied fan base, which is what Glastonbury need because yeah. it's a whole bunch of different people that go. So, yeah, Beyonce. And also I can imagine a stage show would be phenomenal Yeah, because her backup dancers are just fucking something else. So the She's got it, aren't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and for, for the size of the artist, she fits it as well. She's exactly what they'd be looking for for that size. I mean, I was going to go with Jay-Z. As mm. soon as you said Beyonce, I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you're going down that route. Um, I just, like you were saying about Redden and Leeds, I think there needs to be some kind of large rapper present. And whether that be Eminem. There wasn't a Glastonbury last year, though. No, I know. That's my point. So do you know, I'm going to go in with another one straight away, who I think they might get 
I, I don't think they'll get all three of the ones I've predicted, by the way. I oh, think no. these are like big dogs. These are just potential. Yeah, these are just potential. Like it won't be all three of these because they're all too big. But I agree that they like a, like a rappery hip hop artist. And I'm thinking of like who's been on tour recently and he's really big and no, 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 no. The biggest artist on Spotify in the world for the last eight months has never done Glastonbury before. It's The weekend. Yeah. That's a good shout. He's fucking That's a huge. great shout. Yeah. He's 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 sold Bro's out the massive. he sold out the Etihad like two nights at Wembley. No 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 no. Whole massive UK tour. Bro so a year later got the fucking Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> like he'd yeah. be an unbelievable Glastonbury headliner. Mm-hmm. I think he'd probably say yes to it because he's still like on his hype. And he said that he's soon going to stop being the weekend. Like he's going to turn into a different. Yeah. So imagine if the last ever thing he did was headline Glastonbury under that name. He's doing that weird thing where he starts to wrap his face in bandages again, isn't he? and then he oh, came yeah. out. Do you not remember when he did that? Yeah, and then like, and he, he came out, and it was all fake, and he had all this prosthetics on. Yeah. But the one thing that upsets me about the weekend, this is a bit of a tangent, is that he's recently started to wear a mask over his face, which is very reminiscent of a certain artist's mask who is very respected. And he's actively said that it's an homage to MF Doom, this mm. metal mask that he's wearing. The only thing that upsets me is that the weekend is infinitely bigger than MF Doom. If he keeps going down this route of wearing this mask and using it as his symbolism and all that, at what point does the mask then become the weekend? Yeah, weekends? but the fact that he mentioned that it's kind of a homage to MF Doom would have got him more fans instantly. Oh, potentially, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But, I mean, just in the long run, I don't like the fact that if he were to keep on with this mask, that he would eventually become... That mask would then become the weekend. The mask. weekend would become MF Doom. Yeah, essentially. I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. I get that it's an homage. But I think it's a bit too on the nose of an okay. homage. Um, right. And I would like it if he would stop doing it. I would like it if he would stop doing that, Mr. Weekend. Just addressing Mr. Weekend. I imagine I've got something to address, actually. And this, this one really triggered me. So before this episode, for some reason. Tim came with a pint can of Stella. What the fuck? Where right. is it? Oh, okay. No, no, no. Uh, All right. So it's very rare that Tim drinks Stella anyway. It's and very then he, rare that Tim drinks anything. And then he went in the kitchen and decided to pour his Stella out into a Guinness pint glass. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. So so let's just let's just roll this back. Whose kitchen is it? Mine. Whose selection of glasses is it? There's many glasses to choose from and you stole you stole. Stole you, I'm taking <laughs> you're it. You're not taking me. it with you. Yeah. And you. And you chose a Guinness pint glass. It was the only Stella. one in there, bro. That's offensive to both beers which, in the room, right? Which cupboard in there has pint glasses in? Loads, mate. Not the bottom straight as yeah. you go in? Nah. There's more than no, one there in there. There's there not is. in there. There's a bunch of fucking names I shall ones. not name. Yeah, but I'm not using one of that. I'm not giving no free but anyway, I just thought the people would want to know about that treachery. This, um, is, this is Guinness. This is Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my piss looks like after a few too many Guinnesses. Um, have you got any more Glastonbury shouts? No, you didn't come with Glastonbury shouts, did you, you lame ass guy? I've got uh, a... <laughs> what the fuck? Jesus. Dua Lipa, obviously I mentioned her for Leeds Fest. I think she's probably big enough for Glastonbury. One in a more legendary slot who I think could do it and would definitely be a headliner is Madonna. Yeah. Madonna. Ooh. Madonna's Ooh. a big shout for a headliner. Kind of. but... She's not really tored. I've not seen a Madonna show in the UK for years. Yeah, because she's probably banned for sexual assault, the fucking freak. Uh, well, hopefully she doesn't <laughs> do, do that in the stage that show. Thing with Drake, where she kissed him on the stage and he didn't, and you can see he's going fucking don't do that, no. and she fully kissed him, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like she's a fucking weird person. Uh, well, anyway, uh, another one, <laughs> and I think that this could be a shout for a headliner that most people wouldn't expect. They had Stormzy a couple of years ago, who put on a great show and was uh, unbelievable, and everyone loved it. Dave, 
He did yeah. Reading and Leeds not last year, the year say, before. He did, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not really done out since then. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't he headline Glastonbury? Potential, no reason. Potential. Uh, and then a band who just beat Blink-182 to the number one in the UK, Blink came second, the Rolling Stones. I hope they don't. They've just released a new album. They're definitely a big enough name know, to do it. I know, And they're trying to get on that hype train as well. They did a f- limited edition football shirt with Barcelona. Mm-hmm. UK number one album. Could be them. And my last shout... Again, another band who did a huge um, stadium tour this year in the UK made a recent comeback, and that is Blur. Blur? Blur, oh, Blur are big enough to do Blur, it. I think Blur would be big enough to do it, um, if not headline. They've headlined before. Sub-headline, potentially. Yeah, I yeah. could see them at Gloucester. Yeah, I could see them at Gloucester. Boom, 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 That's boom. A definite one. So, prediction time over, baby. Prediction time over. Do you want to do, do, do a little quick natter about some lacklustre... Um, and also some opposite of lacklustre lineups that we've seen so far, because yeah, we have had a few announcements. One of the main ones, be, I think the closest to home for us, would be Slam Dunk. Mm-hmm. Now, the Slam Dunk lineup that's been released, the word lacklustre is too lacklustre to, appeal, to apply to this lineup. Yeah, like, what were they thinking? I have no idea. Although, like, it's Have weird. they run out of money? Like, genuinely, what the fuck's gone on? I thought Slam Dunk could really try to wow people after the mess of a festival S- last year. So well. did I. If they're going to have the same management, if they're going to have the same layout, they're going to be exactly as it was last year, with less appealing bands, you've got a dead festival. You've got a festival that's on its way out. But the thing is, it, I'm weird with this Slam Dunk lineup because it's not really for me, but I do think there's some quite big names on there. The thing is, I have a lot of friends who are in the alternative scene and, you know, they all like different manners of music, whether it be from, you know, Bad Omens and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. or up to stuff like, you know, You Me at Six, those kind of things. Yeah. And I haven't heard a single person out of all the people that I know that listen to those genres go, oh, that's a good lineup. All of them have said, oh, there's one or two artists I'd see, but not. They've. It's like... They've not appealed to anyone. Mm. They've managed to get artists that don't massively appeal to everybody. You know what I mean? It's just very, I don't know. It is weird. I like a lot of the smaller acts on there though. Like my pop punky brain, like there's water parks are on the line. I really like them. I know they're like whiny pop punk, but I I just love them as a band. Pale Waves, to be honest, I like them, but they're not that great live, but it's Mm -hmm. cool to see a a traditional indie British band that have turned a bit more pop punk. They're supporting all time low in America. And then they've been added to Slam Dunk as well. It's just the headliners don't really do anything for me. All American Rejects are quite a big name. To be honest, I'm surprised that they accepted being under You Me at Six because they're massive in comparison. Yeah, yeah. I would argue that All American Rejects would be a better headliner than You Me at Six. Well, no, I would. But I think that they both will be classed as headliners. I think it might be because UK again. Yeah. But I I, I like You Me at Six. And do you know what? Oh, I don't hate them. No, I've had some good memories seeing them. One of the first ever gigs I went to off my own accord was going to see You Me at Six when I was about 16 at O2 Academy in Leeds. This is a good story, this one. And I was trying to sneak in a plastic bottle full of whiskey. Mm -hmm. uh, And I had three joints in a backy box that I, I was going to just take Remember in anyway. tins? Yeah, but oh, no, it was just like an Amberleaf three-in-one box. Yeah, yeah But yeah. then I, I went to the gig and they picked me to search me. They made me take my shoes off and everything. And they went, what's in the backy box? And I was like, shit. And there was backy in there as well as the three joints. So I just took out the pouch and went, no, mate, just backy. And they never looked in the box. Oh, <laughs> oh nah. But they found my grinder and How everything. How old were you? 16. You, I didn't know what I was doing. You your art were racing. But I was shitting <laughs> yeah. myself. Um, I'm going to so jail. So they found my grinder and everything. And they were like, oh, well, 
you need to, you need to get rid of this so you're not coming in and i was like oh they've not found out else thank you thank the lord um so we went around the corner we we hid the grinder and smoked one of the zoots hid the grinder and the like the other zoots and our booze behind a bin and then we got into you me at six at o2 academy and my friend pulled whitey and started throwing up in the crowd <laughs> and then had to go sit in the smoking area like rocking backwards and forwards so i feel like that was that was a oh. the epitome of a you me at six experience do you know what I mean? Yeah, waiting. <laughs> That's how good you meet six. Are. No, more because it was like 16, <laughs> yeah, pop punk, yeah, no, 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 edgy, yeah, a bit cool kids. Yeah, angsty. Yeah. Ooh, fuck yeah. the system. Oh, yeah, I'm going to smoke this. a zoot and throw up. <laughs> but um, I didn't actually throw up. I survived somehow. I was like, yeah, isn't it? That's surprising for you. <laughs> I never throw up. No, not for throwing up, but for being all right. Zooted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. If, I, if I went to see you, me at six and smoked a zoot now, I think I'd actually have a heart attack. <laughs> you'd genuinely you'd fucking him, you'd be die. stood at the front at Barrier going, stop the show, please. <laughs> Let, <laughs> Let me out. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be bad. Uh, so, yeah, all American rejects. I was happy to see them on there because you don't see them around. And I feel like Slam Dunk is the place where you see these smaller but big artists mm. appear. Um, but I was really upset with the majority of the lineup. There's a couple of artists in there that I liked. Uh, Goldfinger there, as per. They're always fucking about. It's either I'm, real big fish or them Goldfinger. Them scar bands are fucking boring, man. I love them. Ah. I think they're so fun. If you, uh, I'd like to take you to a scar show. I've been. I've I went to O2 Academy to watch Real Big Fish and Less Than Jerk at a joint gig. Do you not enjoy it? It was all right. It's not. It's fun though, isn't it? It was you just know what all I mean? right. It's, it's a different vibe. They had to... flag as the support act. As I well. know. I know. I'm so fucking angsty about that. I remember you telling me about that. That's weird, fucking dickhead. Uh, then there's I Prevail. Yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're all right. Yeah. Uh, our friends in a funeral. Know. Do you mean no? <laughs> I said I don't know them. What do you mean? I don't. Our friends in a funeral. Who the fuck is that? Our friends who had a funeral. Oh, bro, I, thought, <laughs> I thought you were going. No, I didn't have friends. a clue. All right, yeah, they're all right. I was like, our friends. <laughs> I thought you were being really fucking brutal. This no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. No, I didn't know. I didn't know who you was. You said our friends in a few. I like. I was like, what? What are you on about? <laughs> it's because she said our friends, and then there was a break, as if that was a its own thing. Anyway, who's next? Asking Alexandria, them being there yeah. is bizarre to me personally, um, which they means that they'll probably be at download as well. No, so they had a thing where the vocalist left, he went to do his own shit. They got a guy, right, get this. The person they got to replace the vocalist was a guy who uploaded vocal covers of Asking Alexandria to YouTube, and they found him because he was so good. They were like, do you want to come and be the vocalist? Ah. Turns out he was a complete knobhead, kept stealing money, fucking mismanaging funds, got really egotistical, because of course, you just thrown them to the front of their favourite band. They're going to turn into a cunt. Then uh, Danny Warsnop came back, and they've kind of hit the ground, but it's not... I don't think they'll ever regain the well, momentum they had. they had in the early 2010s, which was just, for not, like, every emo ever. Yeah. Loved Ask Alexandria. I loved Ask Alexandria. Now, eh, so to see them on the lineup, it's pretty cool. Means they're going to be at download as well. Um, and then there's other ones in there. Bob Villain, he's going to be everywhere yeah. this year. If he's at Slam Dunk, he's going to be at download. He's, he's going to be at Leeds Fest. He's going to be everywhere. But he's good, and I don't mind that. He's a good artist. Uh, the Skints, I love the Skints. I think they're very cool. They're all right. They're very like it's it's different. They're Australian. The no, they're like uh, reggae kind of music. They might be Australian. I'm not Skints. too sure. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of someone else. It's like. Um, 
They do like back on top or get on top or something like that. I can't I can't remember the song. I'm terrible with Oh yeah, I'm names. thinking of someone completely different. True. Okay. No, no, no. I think of the chats. Chats. Yeah. The chats. Yeah. I thought you yeah. The chats are good too. Yeah, sure. I, the, the chats is a shout for all festivals. <laughs> yeah, I want they them could there. be at any of no, but genuinely, like slaves, they could fit yeah. into any demographic really. Um something that I was a bit not confused about but surprised about is how fucking tiny I didn't even see him until I properly looked at it the other night um, mom jeans yeah and um, La Dispute are like well tiny. they're not that big really no I know they're not but for where they so it's got the four breakdowns and then they're in this tiniest box here and then little subtitles at the bottom and I just think it's a bigger draw than they think yeah. it is. They're relatively big, but they didn't even sell out Key Club earlier in the year. No, but so. I mean, I mean more so like if people's. It's one of those bands on a lineup, not a band that you'd want to see, but a band that makes a lineup more. Oh, Mum yeah. into there. Oh, Ladis do you Duke know what I'd there. really like? I'd like a, just like a day festival in the UK where it's a lot of those Midwest emo bands. Like for me, you could just have a day festival where it's like movements, citizen, mom jeans, front bottoms. the story so far and front bottoms. Yeah. And that'd be banging. I'd pay a lot of money to go to that because they all do their own tours. But I feel like if they were together for a day, I think they used to do that a lot more, but they've all kind of grown now. The story so far, I think are great. They didn't really suit the arena setup, but I think in a small, like in, in their own sized venue, they'd be fantastic. Well, when we saw them, because they supported Blink, didn't they? Mm -hmm. When we saw them in Manchester Arena, they themselves and we could tell one of the biggest shows they've ever done. And he didn't seem like he felt super comfortable with it. Yeah. It felt like he was kind of, it was an amazing show. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, absolutely he has a great fantastic. Voice. They did a good job. It was a great show. It just felt like he was a tiny, tiny bit like, holy fuck, that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And it is. It, it is, is a lot, a lot of people. Of people. Yeah. When you're supporting Blink, that's fucking massive. Especially Combat Blink. Where Tom DeLonge's now back in it. That's, yeah, that's a, a huge, support huge slot. fucking support slot. Well, yeah. And they'll be at Leeds Fest as well. Yeah. Because they're oh, supporting yeah. Blink on the three UK dates. So if I see them in a tent at Leeds Fest, I have a feeling it'll be fucking belting. Yeah, yeah, it'll be yeah. fucking... They are massive tent energy. There's yeah. some artists that are better suited to tents. My, I wonder what an, how an artist would take that. They've got massive tent energy. <laughs> well, I mean, bands like Inchicari and that, they're, they're, rather, yeah. they're well aware that they've got tent energy and it just works better in that environment. And I think it tends to be bands with more of a core fan base that are mm. really... It's like, there's artists that... Because in the main stage, that that car just gets lost. Yeah, yeah. And the main stage artists kind of have to appeal to a much broader demographic. Yeah. And then your tents is your, right, get all the fucking freaks in that tent over there. Well, we'll ba like Leeds Fest does, we'll banish all the weirdos to the tents. That's, That's why you're always in tents. Yeah. Like when they put Joey Valance and then Kenny Hoopla mm. and all that, they're just a mile away from everywhere else. And they're like, you freaks stay over there and we'll have the rest of the festival without mm. you. Yeah. I tell you what I saw earlier today, which I thought was an absolute, it was a massive surprise, but a song I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Fred again played an unreleased song that he'd made with T.Y. or Ty Dolla Sign and Kanye West. He played it at one of his shows, at a live show the other day. Sounded like an absolute belter. And I'm just happy, like, Fred again's one of my favourite artists, as is Kanye. A collaboration between those two. It's two goated producers. I mean, obviously Kanye's levels, but Fred again's huge at the minute and it's surprising. I imagine that he had more involvement with Ty uh, or T.Y. Um, I don't know if it is Ty or T.Y. I, I say Ty dollar sign. Ty dollar sign. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, that collaboration is unbelievable. Uh, it, again, it's, it's Kanye being the producer that he is, being the artist that he is, and he's always got his eyes open. He's always willing to collaborate with people that you know, are a bit different and that. And I think he's seen Fred again, he's heard his style and he's gone, this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. Cause Kanye, like, like, um, 
good artists respect good artists. Mm. So he'll he's, know. he's seen Fred again and he's gone, as a producer, Kanye's probably gone, this kid's fucking something mm. else. And uh, there was another interesting one that I saw recently, which was uh, an interview with MF Doom, obviously before he died. I don't think I have to clear that up. Um, an interview with Michael Jackson after he passed. Yeah. Um, and he was saying, somebody was asking him, is there any producers or any artists that you'd want to work with? And one of his was Kanye. Oh, of course. But it was his only one. He was like, I think he was like, Kanye. He <laughs> was like, it'd be Kanye. Yeah. I'd love to collaborate it's weird. I, I said earlier, I think Kanye is uncancelable. Yeah. Like everyone hates him secretly, but everyone's still hyped for that new album. Of course like everyone knows after the, some of the stuff he said in the last year, he's just completely unacceptable. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I can't even, I, I can't get on board with any of that shit, but I'm still, I hope the new album's banging. The other, the other side of Kanye though is mental that health. it's mental health, but it's also the fact that the media only reports on the shit stuff he does and never reports mm -hmm. on him trying to make amends. Like when he went yeah. and apologized to the Jewish community, he tried to better himself. He sat with a bunch of rabbis. He did all this shit, but that no was never fucking no. reported because of course it wasn't because he's already said the shit. But then also with Kanye, the problem is, is, is he just saying it because he's saying it? Because that know. whole thing, people then, it's like, was that just to get out of his night deal? Yeah, true. Well, uh, Adidas. Like, is it just Adidas? Sorry, yeah. Was it just a massive fucking? Play? He said that at one point, didn't he? Yeah. He said in an interview, he, said, gotcha. look who got, he went, he went, look who got out of a billion dollar deal, me. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I love that bit in the car park. And you know, if he if he comes back and he's producing his own clothing and Yeezys and stuff, they'll do well. They'll do better than fucking Adidas is shite that they're gonna be pumping out now. Because yeah, so. if it's not got Ye's name on it. It's not got a fucking value to it. It's true. Well, let's see what happens. But yeah. I think we, we call it. You got yeah. all else to talk about? I'm good. No? Good. Shut up. Good night, everyone. Thanks for watching. So long. Bye.